Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Welcome to a Joy podcast from LGBTQIA plus community radio station Joy 94.9. For more information and tons of other podcasts, head to joy.org.au. With us? Yeah, and you clearly have a bit of intel there. We have Tom Mosby, who is the CEO of the Koori Heritage Trust, and is going to chat to us about Second Skin Essence of Country, which is happening soon at Fed Square. Tom, thanks for joining us. Hi. Um Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. So you missed out hearing I drove all night by Celine Dion because you didn't answer your phone quick enough. Naughty Tom. Oh, no, no, that's great. You know I love that song, David. Yes, yes, we know you love that song. Now, now, Tom, tell us a bit about you for, for those that, that don't know who you are um, and you're like, yep. with the great responsibility you have at the Koori Trust. Yep. Um, so I'm the CEO of the Koori Heritage Trust. We're located um, in the Yarra building at Federation Square. Um, I've been CEO since 2012, um, so uh, over 10 years now. Um, and we do a range of um, things at the Trust, but it's all around supporting, promoting, celebrating Victorian Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander First Nation peoples. Um, so, yeah, a lot of stuff. And and the the wonderful thing, um, Tom, about the, the space is it's very large. There's exhibition spaces and then there's other spaces you can go to see collections. And, uh, and it's a, a really, you know, like you can lose yourself there for a few hours, can't you? You can, you can, because we put on temporary exhibitions, but we also have a collection. Um, and so we have a permanent collection uh, exhibition on the top floor yep. uh, of the building. But the exciting thing for us, because we currently have the ground floor and the top floor of the Yarra building, but we're actually about to take over the middle floor uh-huh. um, and expand into that. So that's very exciting. So right. we'll have new temporary exhibition spaces. We'll have a new retail shop as well. Um, so, yeah, very exciting. Yeah, well, I, I think I told you the uh, other week when I saw you is that um, I had some uh, friends from uh, England and I took mm. them in there and, and they were blown away with it. You know, they really felt that they got the essence of um, uh, of uh, the you know, like Aboriginal community. Um, and so, yep. so congratulations on that. Well, thanks for that because, I mean, the thing for us is really about, like I spoke, uh, said, it's about um, promoting that there is a Victorian Aboriginal community down here. When people actually think of Aboriginal Australia, um, they tend to think everything's located up north. It's in Queensland, Northern Territory, Western Australia. Um, but the fact is we actually do have um, a, a community here in Victoria, here in Melbourne, um, and it's very much about supporting and promoting that. Right. Now, tell us about this second skin, Essence of Country. So this is an exhibition based on, um, it is a collection-based show, um, so things from our collection, and it's really looking at the use of um, possum skin, kangaroo skin in um, contemporary artworks, 
Um, but also acknowledging that there is this long history of the use of, um, especially possum skin, when you look at possum skin cloaks that um, the, the Victorian uh, First Nations people had um, during uh, pre-settlement. Uh, um, it was, I mean, obviously we all know uh, Victorian weather. It was a way of keeping people warm. Um, it was about protecting people as well. Yeah, and and the fact is, in in a lot of cases, um, you know, like um, myself as an Anglo Australian, uh, we're not encouraged to use possum um, skin, are we? Well, no, no, um, and also, I mean, the thing with a lot of these uh, practicing artists as well, possibly uh, you're not allowed to use uh, possum skin as well anymore. Um, so. People actually import possum skin from New Zealand oh. um, for, for the use in um, in art and for making artworks. Right, okay. Because I think that they're protected um, species, I believe, or, uh, here in Victoria, so you can't actually use Victorian possum right. skins. Right, oh. We've learnt something already, Tom. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> so there are twenty-two artists involved in this um, exhibition. Yep. And um, um, yeah, so twenty-two. Sorry. No, no. Go on. No, no twenty-two artists, all Victorian, like I said, Victorian First Nations, um, and a range of um, even starting with um, it's uh, William Barrick, who was a nineteenth-century Aboriginal elder. Um, here in Victoria, um, he did a lot of watercolours, um, and the watercolour that we have in the collection actually shows um, a group of dancers wearing possum skin. So it's actually about the depiction of um, possum skin as well as the use um, of uh, possum skin, kangaroo skin in artworks as well. Oh, okay, what a clever a twist on it! You know, like instead of just mm. look looking at um, the possum skins or whatever, you know, what it was used for, and um, and oh, well, that's um, that's a really interesting uh, a way way to do it. And where whereabouts yeah, is yeah. it in in the in your space? Is it on the ground level in that exhibition space, or yep. is it upstairs? Yep. No, it is on the ground level. So when people enter the building, um, our temporary exhibition space is on the ground floor. So uh, easy to find. Um, yeah. And when you walk through, you'll also walk, um, walk through our retail shop. So I encourage people to actually drop in um, and have a browse through our shop as well. Yeah. And so can you tell us a little bit about the like cultural revel- uh, relevance of the possum skins? Because I know downstairs here in the Pride Centre, we have an incredible possum skin cloak that has um, mm. paintings and drawings on it, but it's made up of multiple pieces. What, yes. what is the journey that like a possum skin cloak takes to be made and what is the relevance of the symbols on them? Yeah, so traditionally um, you would be presented with a possum skin cloak or a baby would be wrapped in the possum skin cloak and obviously as you grow, additional pieces would actually be Ah. added to um, the cloak as well um, to enlarge it and then um, when a person passed away, they'd be wrapped in the cloak and buried with the cloak as well. So there's a sort of history from birth um, until death, uh, which traditionally um, I, I think tells a very good story of the life of the person. And then on the interior, obviously, of the skin, um, on the skin side, uh, you would actually inscribe it or mark it with artworks. And so um, it becomes this beautiful piece of art uh, as well. Right. Um, so, yeah, so I think this cloak you have would be similar to what we have in our collection where um, artists have actually inscribed on the inside of the cloak. Right. Um, beautiful birds. 
And so, Tommy, you were saying that you can't actually use a, a Victorian possum skins anymore. Does that mean that, that that's fading out? So when you're born, you're not wrapped in a possum skin anymore? Uh, I think traditionally uh, it still would be used, but um, a lot of the works are obviously contemporary artworks made for um, as artworks. And because of that, because you can't actually get the skins here in Victoria, you, people import them from New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. And has, has that changed the way people think of of using it, or you know, does it still make it re- relevant? It is still quite relevant, so um, uh, people still actually use a presentation at birth, but also to wrap um, a deceased person um, when they pass. So that, that cultural um, history, that cultural reference is still there. Um, but obviously the work that we have were created as artworks um, and that we've collected into the collection. Yeah. And so what different ways have these artists interpreted the, um, the exhibition? Um, actually, quite a range. So for the um, cloaks that we have, obviously, um, as you would have at the Pride Centre, um, there's beautiful sort of designs that have been inscribed into the skin side of the cloaks. But then also um, in the exhibition, we actually have um, things like, I think we have a um, mangrook, which is a, a football, which was a traditional um, game that was uh, used in Aboriginal Victoria. Um, that's made out of possum skin. Um, but we also have uh, things like headdresses, bags, uh-huh. um, shields that have incorporated the use of skin and fur into the design as well. Jewelry um, that we have in uh, that we have in the show, all of which uh, again referencing back to the sort of use of possum skin, kangaroo skin. Interesting. I did actually see something the other day, which was talking about Indigenous history and saying that. The um, creation of Australian rules football was actually uh, mm. inspired by an Indigenous game, which must have been the one you mentioned there, and that the, the word yes, mark yes. comes from the name of that game. Yeah, yep. so the mangrook, which is the traditional football uh, or the ball that was actually used, was made out of possum skin, um, and it was actually seen by the early settlers, um, the Aboriginal community, with this ball um, and from that the sort of Australian rules um, uh, developed out of uh, that game. Oh, wow. Interesting. Wow, that, that's fascinating in itself. Uh, Tom, mm. you're always always coming up with something really interesting at the, the Koori uh, Heritage Trust. So uh, good on you. Congratulations for making it um, uh, so enjoyable to, to pop in and have a look around. So this exhibition runs until the 4th of May, is that right? It runs until the 4th of May, so really this exhibition will be the last in our current exhibition gallery. Um, once this exhibi- exhibition comes down, we will have the new um, galleries open on the second floor, so all of our um, temporary exhibition will then move up. So, um, in, a, in a sense, it's a farewell to the current space, um, because it's the last show in that space, but it's really exciting for us in, in terms of our expansion. Yeah, and and it's in a, a beautiful, you know, like uh, the, the whole Fed Square there is lovely, and you look out onto the Yarra mm. through some of the windows there as well. It's uh, a really nice spot isn't it it is it is and there's a real connection that we have physically in the building that we're in to the Yarra because we're right next to it Um, but also the interior was actually designed by First Nations um, architects um, and designers Um, so as a 
physical building and a physical space as well. It's an interesting space for people to actually visit and to actually walk through. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us today. And uh, and again, I apologise that you missed out on the Celine Dion song. I know. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. We've been talking to Tom Osby, CEO of the Koori Heritage, Heritage Trust here on Joy 94.9, Sunday Arts Magazine. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community radio station, Joy 94.9. For more podcasts or to support Joy by becoming a member, donating or subscribing, head to joy.org.au. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.